Welcome to another episode of the Hey Hustle Podcast. It is Tuesday. You know what that means, baby. Real Talk Tuesday. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes is going down today. Hope everybody ready. Hope you had a fantastic Monday. Hope your week got started popping and it never stopped rocking. That's what I hope. I hope that you was rolling this week and you are feeling good and you're ready to rock. You're ready to rock with me today. That would be preferable. Okay? Monday, I hope you want, your Monday was fantastic. Hopefully you got new projects going. Hopefully you were you were all in the mix on getting your life where you needed to be. Like we always talk about. Okay. That's what it's all about. Get your life going. Do not wait on anybody else. We do not need to wait on validation. We do not need to wait on anybody else to tell us we can be great. We don't need permission from nobody else to be great, but we got to keep on going. We got to keep on going. We got to take one step after another. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes, baby. Remember, Real Talk Tuesday is supposed to be the original show. Just one show a week. I was only going to do one show a week and just give Real Talk. And as you see my big old mouth, there's no way I could I could hold this all this all this talk to one day. You can forget about it. <laughs> but that's why I don't make the shows three hours long either. I, I don't always have no damn three hours either. I don't have time like that. But I always make time for my hour conversation, 45 minute conversation, half hour conversation I would have with my pops. And that's what Real Talk Tuesday is all about. It was going to be just real talk. We was going to talk about some real talk, you know, things that's in the news, uh, a little bit what's happening in my life as a black entrepreneur, as a black father. And then we was going to talk a real talk about recruiting, kind of all wrap it up in one show. You know, that was that was the original game plan a couple of years ago. And then as I started, I, I would I would record a show on Tuesday and I would go, man, I'm ready to get back on. Like, I'm, I'm ready. I, I just thought about some more stuff I want to talk about. I, you know, this happened, this happened. And, and I'm telling you, man, uh, it, it, just, it just grew into, okay, I got to do another one. I got to do another show. I got to do another show. And that's kind of, you know, again, if you can, if you can hone your gift, then you can own your gift. So for me, going five days a week allows me to hone my gift, allows me to be comfortable with myself on the mic in front of the camera, uh, finding out how to produce it, how to edit it, how to, you know, all that type of stuff. Like I have to figure out everything. If I want to be great at it, I have to figure it out inside out. For a long time, I had my man Levi help me with a lot of stuff and it it helped me just do the talent part. And this is again, I just talked about this yesterday on Monday's show. It allowed me just to do the talent part and not be worried about the, pro- the production, not be worried about the editing, not be worried about like this stuff you got to pay for and these accounts and go buy this and go buy that. And this AI software and this, you know what I mean? Like different world. And instead of me knowing it, I would just depend on somebody else. And they say, you know, I got stuck. And then the, I didn't, I didn't do a show for about a month or two because I was stuck and waiting and, uh, I couldn't figure the software out, so I couldn't get it downloaded, and this happened, and I just wasn't going, you know, and, and, and doing audio um, sessions like this one, and so I just, you know, screw that, man. No. Take control. Always keep the, the main thing the main thing. Got to do it. 
got to do it. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes, man. This is what it's all about, though. Okay, so it was, it was only going to be a Tuesday show. And then I just felt like I had to do more. So I started adding shows. Then I told myself, you know what? I'm going to do a five-day concept. I'm going to do a five-day concept. And who knows whether it'll ever be good. Who knows whether people will love it. I think it will be great because I'm going to get into it. I talk to my dad every day. So I want to have something every day. Um, I want to have something for people to, there's, there's different sides of me. You know what I mean? There's a different conversation. So there is again, talking about, you know, whether we're talking about fatherhood and parental stuff in general on fatherhood Fridays, uh, and supporting fathers and, and kids and stuff like that, or whether we're talking about Thursdays and throwing back. And I'm telling you about old school stories about my life, my, me and my dad, me and my cousins, me in St. Louis, me hustling, all that different stuff. Wednesday, where we're talking about wellness and weight loss and, you know, uh, a lifestyle, just how to how to live right, how to feel right, how to eat right, how to move right, you know, that type of things, you know. Tuesday, really about, uh, uh, still about that real talk, still about what's going on in my life, testimony service, which we're going to bring to you in not too long, and then still hitting on recruiting. I, I, you know, I, 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 big, I'm, you know, I own a training business and I've gotten over 500 kids recruited to college without paying or, or, you know, most of them not paying. Some of them had to pay a little bit, uh, but over 500, man. And it just, every year I send another group to college. So the number just keeps going up. So I just say over 500 cause I'd stop counting like individual, but I've been doing this for a long time. And then, and then on Monday, it's about making a move. Just like, you know, it's just about having the right mindset to be able to take your stuff from A to B, from A to C, right? From C to F, from, from you know, from G to Z. How far can you get down? And so that's about flipping and dipping your game and getting shit going and understanding where you start is not where you're going to finish. That's how you triple. The way I start is not where I'm finishing. Right, I, I ain't be stopped if I buying a fifty dub for for two years. Something ain't right. If I ain't never made it up, <laughs> we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? You destined to be small time. You you cannot see. You you don't have any vision. You don't understand it. Okay, that that's real talk. Real talk. So, it's been a fantastic, fantastic week, man. I got just a crazy testimony. Just you know, I. I can't wait to get this testimony going. If, if if anybody don't know what testimony service is, we're going to get into testimony service right now. Okay. Testimony service is uh, in the black churches. You have testimony service that comes right at Sunday school. You come and you learn, you know, in these groups, some, the kiddie group and the grown up groups. And it's a Sunday school. And they just talking about the Bible and learning more about the Bible, learning more about God in depth. Um, you know, it's sometimes it's, com it's completed with some snacks, you know what I'm saying? At the, at the conclusion, got some snacks, but usually that run from about 10 to about 1130, nine to about 1130, something like that. Yeah. Probably nine, 1130, 10 to 1130, something like that. Then about noon, they get about half hour break. People kind of moseying in, people kind of moseying out church. The next thing you know, about 12 o'clock. People start getting into the pews, people in the, in the, you know, not everybody because people are still coming in. People aren't really locked in the church to about 1230, black churches, 1230. 
they about they they getting locked in then, right? Dudes getting done watching that morning football game coming on in. <laughs> so about 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 twelve fifteen, twelve o'clock, you got testimony service where people are just getting up talking about what God has did for them that week. What what you know, crazy circumstances he's helped them through. You know, if they've seen a vision on something, if something great, if something bad's happened to them and they need prayer, um, you know, uh, j- just everything and in between. Right. But, but mostly something good has happened to me or I'm in trouble and I need your prayers. I'm looking for God to bless me. I'm looking at me. I need a miracle to happen. And people would get up and talk about the miracles that happened that they would prayed for two weeks ago and the whole church prayed for them. And we made it happen by through the prayer. And it, I was, you would definitely like hear miracles every week. Every week people would stand up and talk about things. And as a kid, I was like, is that true? Like, did that really happen? Like, yeah, I wasn't able to pay my rent. And all of a sudden this happened and I got a check and then somebody called me and I got hired. And or this is somebody bought me a car and I didn't have a car. Like, you just be like, what the hell? Like it was all these these fantastic stories that they would literally be contributing to God. So as as a kid, I would grow like, man, God does some some terrific things. And sometimes I would hear them asking for help. And a week later, that problem would be solved. Whether somebody in church would step up and help them, you know, I don't know. But it, that's that's what I grew up with, right? So I always use Tuesdays, you know, kind of like as we, you know, as we get done with the first part of the podcast, just introing and talking and things like that that you know talk about our sponsors and i kind of come into the show then i like to in this interlude get into a testimony service before i get going any further okay this week's testimony service man this is just you know it's 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 bigger than anything for me this is uh and and uh, and, and to be trans, uh, let everybody know, I'm gonna drop two episodes today. I actually ran across an episode that I never released back in I think two years ago when I first you know when we first started. So I'm going to release that podcast as a bonus today. So we're dropping two episodes today. Bonus episode. It's kind of crazy to listen to it now, but I'm gonna drop that episode and I'm gonna drop this episode. Uh, so I'm gonna drop a bonus episode and I'm gonna drop this episode, but this today's episode, um, this, this, this testimony Tuesday, I had a meeting last week. All right. So let, let's, let's, let's hold on. Let me rewind a couple weeks ago, probably a month ago, we had an ice storm here. Maybe I don't know how long ago it was three, three weeks ago, something like that. There was an ice storm in Oregon right before the ice storm. I had a big meeting set up with a um investor and so to be completely transparent i am i'm trying to get an investor to help um with you know i have this this big project with this property that i have that i i want to buy and i want to create these things for my business uh for my nonprofit. Um, and, and this is what I want to be my campus. And so I need, I need, you know, it, it costs a lot of dough to make all this happen. I got my bridge city, uh, my bridge city nonprofits, uh, and football team that I'm, you know, I'm also in works for trying to get a building for that and, and trying to get a location to, 
to be able to build that. So I'm always talking to investors about, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, man, you got to get funding. Now, most of the funding I come up with myself, but in order to grow this thing to where I really need to grow to and to accomplish the things I need to accomplish and help how many people I need to help, I need help. So so I had this meeting set up and it had got canceled because of the ice storm. Well, then the ice storm, uh, like a, like right before the big, right before is I don't know, it was unthawing or something like that. My man gave me a call. Now, this, now, 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 here's the thing. I've talked to a couple of investors. This is the only black investor I've talked to. Okay, this is the only black investor I've talked to. So, you know, here, here's the thing. I think we're set up naturally to think, you know, you think, oh, the, you know, is a black man, right? The white boys got the money. They going to do this. They going to do that, right? And I done kind of been through this before with an investor and all that. And it was a white dude that had millions. And that did not work out so well. That did not work out so well. So I kind of have a bad taste in my mouth about investment, about a dude of another color investing in me. I'm very particular on who I talk to about my business. And, yep, I know it's worth investing in. I know I can blow it up. I know I can grow it. But I actually like where it is right now, too. Right. I love I love just babying everything. But I know in order for to do what I got to do and for me to help as many people as I really need to help, it's going to have to grow. Okay, but I have to be careful on who I allow it to grow with, who I allow to have a piece of it, who I allow to represent my thing, my gift. Okay, they're investing in your gift. They don't get to have it. (laughs) No, 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 no. You're right. Right. So but. Anyway, so here's the first time I ever dealt with a brother, right? And an affluent brother who's an investor. And so we sit down to talk. And and, and honestly, he's kind of already invested in my business a little bit, like not even on purpose, but just like, you know, he's been so generous with things. There's a, a, you know. He made it possible for me to get like a uh, something in, in my in my studio gym one time, and it was a. He basically wanted his son to be able to utilize something, and we worked we worked something out. It wasn't like he gave me nothing or anything like that, but he made it possible. Uh, just thinking, it kind of you know, he kind of on him came up with an idea, and 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 it and it actually invested in my business what he did. So. I'm invested in him. I'm invested in this kid and his family. I know his daughters, uh, you know, I know his son very well, you know. And so I'm very, very invested in these guys emotionally. Um, But that's it. You know, emotionally, um, uh, when I work with this kid, of course, professionally, I'm very invested in him. And the the dad. And so so this is just kind of weird because I know a lot of the dads, right, of the parents I train. But again, this is a black dad. We are not from the same place. He has, he's, he comes from money, right? And so I don't really know that black guy. I don't know a lot of black guys that come from money. I come from the bottom. We were all broke. It's kind of our problem as we start kind of, everybody start kind of getting something. We didn't know how to act with each other. He got more than me. I got, if we all had money, that probably wouldn't be a problem. But he's a guy who come from a whole different life, but he comes from black excellence. Like, you know, mama is big time professional. Daddy, big time professional. You know what I mean? Like they, they just love his brothers are professional. His son is going to is a big time success. One of the top 20 soccer players in the whole nation. Gatorade. I mean, uh, Sports Illustrated just, uh, you know, just voted. And so he come. He is black excellence. He is black excellence. Right. 
So, uh, and, 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 and how this guy found me was crazy. Like, like when I first had my red line business, honestly, when I first had my red line business, and I hate to put this guy out here like this, man, but I had to talk about this because I, I've never found a black dude like this in Oregon. I've never found this. this is, I don't understand it. Right. So it's puzzling me. When I first started my red line business, uh, he came in. He's one of the first clients that we had. He came in. He had three kids, two daughters and a son. And uh, they came in looking for training. And so we, you know, I was the owner. I met him as a black, black brother. And he had a, you know, came in. He was talking his talk and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, man, this guy, something else. So we started working with his kids. And, you know, he was a busy dude doing this thing. And so we always seen his kids. I rarely seen him. Rarely seen the father, right? Because it, uh, it was a franchise. I was working. He'd drop his kids off, come in there. Hey, Will, what's going on? Shake my hand and he'd get out of there. You know, and he they live in the most affluent part of town. He's a good dude. But I just didn't figure we had a lot in common. You know what I mean? Just didn't figure we had a lot in common, except for us being black. You know what I mean? Which which is enough. <laughs> That's enough, right? But he would come in and out. Kids went there for years while Red Line was there. We was there for three years. And then me and my partner we couldn't see eye to eye. And it all went down the drain, right? So, so at that point. I had to go find a whole new place. My partner sold me out and gave it to gave it to E-Force, which was weak. Um, but anyway, that's that's neither here or there. But gave it to them. And 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 so I was asked out looking like, you know, uh, not having a platform to train. I went and got a high school to train in. Um, uh, 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 and 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 so at this time. And and I also I got the property that I'm at now, and I, and I built me a gym in the prop in the property and start training here. Well, around this time, the the boy the the boy who's now a soccer star, right? Who's just budding soccer star. I wasn't around. This this like a couple of years ago. Gets a hold of his dad and say, "Yo, I need to start going back. I need to go to a trainer. I need to I need to be in a I need to be regular with a trainer." So his dad got all the money in the world. All the money in the world, bro. Can pick any kind of trainer he want. Went out to Lake Oswego. Went and got the best, you know, the people with all the best machines, all the best this, all the best that. We'll train over here. We'll we'll find them. And they went there. And the boy said, nah, that ain't going to work. Nah, I don't want to be here. Took them to another spot, right? Took them to another spot. What about over here? They got this guy. He works with professional soccer players. He works with professional this, professional football players, basketball players. He he worked with Dame Lillard. He worked with all these people. He can afford anybody he want. The kid says, nah, I won't will. I won't. That's my first name, right? I, I want Coach Hayes. I want to work out with Coach Hayes. He don't even know where the hell I am. They don't even they don't follow they wasn't following me on Instagram. I had they they was following the red line Instagram. Well the red line Instagram went down when red line went down, so they couldn't even find me. So I got this basketball trainer, uh one of my babies, Bryce Clifton, who who's now living in Salem and he's married. You know, a basketball coach down there. He was my basketball trainer at Red Line. They went down and found him. They 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 was following him on on, you know, Instagram or something like that. Called him, Hey, do you know how to find Will Hayes? He like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Will Hayes is still training. Got all his information here. So I get a call out the blue. I get a call out the blue. This dude called me. Hey man, my son looking for you. We want to blah blah blah. 
So next thing I know, we, you know, and he was like, I can't, what happened at Redline? And I told him what happened at Redline, how I got screwed over. He was pissed about it. I can't believe that happened to you. I can't believe, why didn't you call me? I would have helped you buy that thing. I would have, and then again, I didn't know he was, a, I didn't know he was a big boy, money boy like that. And, and on top of that, we wasn't friends like that. I don't, like I told you, I don't have friends like that. I don't have any friends that can help me out and help me buy something or hey man i seen that happen to you getting screwed over let me do i don't have that i am that guy for my friends i don't have guys like that as my friends for me and that's why the circle has to be built better right <laughs> that's why i'm rebuilding the circle differently now but kind of means so next thing i know i'm working with this kid we reform our bond our relationship and, you know, we just talking as black men all the time. And, you know, he kind of see how I rebounded and what I went through. And we talked it out. But he, you know, this guy, I, I would assume he's about the same age as me. He's retired. Who's doing that? <laughs> this, dude, this dude is retired. Huh? I mean, that being retired? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's the same age as me. And he retired. He done did something right. Like, I don't know whether. I, don't, I know he come from money, but he also made his own money. Like, big big stock. Big stock man, right? Big stock, biotech. He know what the hell he doing. So, this dude's already retired. Like, just, just, just investing in people and investing in businesses and, you know, just working his money. Letting his, work, letting his money work for him now. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that just, 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 just crazy as hell. So, they came and found me. We start building. We start, you know, we start building this boy. Well, his boy went off this year. And here's the thing. I, pour, I poured into his boy, right? His boy came and found me. I said, man, I am not going to let you down. You could have went to anybody in the state. Your daddy can afford anybody. I'm going to make sure I give you everything, that we give you everything, mentally, physically, whatever you need. Uh, and so now this kid is top 20 in the nation. Uh, the player of the year in our state of Oregon, uh, you know, almost won the state championship, you know, but that's a team award, not an individual award, uh, all league in football. He's a star of the basketball team. Like, you know, he's, he's just going off and part, you know, I would like to think part of it is his preparation for the year athletically and mentally that we got him ready for is, is you know, propelled him to the next level. And he only a junior, so still got time. So, so, okay, so I just want to give you some background on on us, on how we met, on how everything. So they get a hold of me. They get a hold of me after going to the Lake Oswego gyms and, and all, West Lynch, all these people that had a couple of trainers that had great setups and good money and stuff like that. They had good reputations. But part of it, I think he wanted me. The other part of it, I think he wanted a brother, right? So I'm, I'm happy that he had, they, I probably was the only brother trainer they knew. I, honestly, I didn't go. But, but I, hopefully I left an impression in this in his head because I, I love the kids I work with this is a lot more than me just working with them I think they know I love them I, I love the process I love working with them when they come to my spot it's like they're my kid they're, they're like my children you know um but so he told his dad like no nah, I, I want to work with coach Hayes that's fine coach Hayes this man hunts me down go to my trainer hunts me down uh we start working we start working Again, I told you, like he said, man, I, you know, I, I need him to be working on some of this top equipment. I know you don't have this piece of equipment, but let's do this. Let's, you know, when I grab this equipment and, you know, and we just you just work it on off. It, my rate's pretty high. So it don't take me that many deals to work off something pretty. You know, for me, I didn't have to put down a whole bunch of money to go take money out of my, uh, you know, out of, out of my little economy. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Like, ain't like he gave me nothing, but it was a great show of trust and investment. I think that's when 
maybe he was filling me out. I don't know. But we start talking in a little bit. And so that worked great. And I've been working with this boy. And then his boy blew up. And it's just been a, it's just been a great thing. You don't see black people kind of networking like this. I haven't. I haven't had this experience in Oregon. I can't say people because I think there are black people that grew up together that know each other well. Uh, maybe professionals that really network, but I haven't been a part of this before. And it is very special to me. Very, very special. So we so we decide, I, I, I call him, I, you know, I'm like, I'm looking for investment. I'm looking for, let me talk to this guy. Instead of talking to all these other white dudes and all this kind of stuff, I know they got the money, but I need to talk to somebody that I know got my best interest in mind. And, and you know, investment is really about your best interest. I'm going to invest this money and hopefully I get, I want to return on my money. But sometimes, like we said earlier, how do you make your money? You can invest in, you can invest in just a dead stock that, I mean, a stock that's going to make you money that you have no ties to, or you can actually believe in somebody, believe in the concept, believe in the business, believe in the mission and make money on that by investing in that and investing in others. That's the, that's, that's the win-win. That's the investment. That's the investor I want investing in me. You got what I'm saying? That's the one I want. So anyway, so we get down. And so, so a lot of that. A lot of that is that investor has to feel you. They have to understand you. They have to had to bend you before or have somebody in the family bend you. They have to see that person. They have to have empathy. They have to right. They have to they, they have to be impressed with where you've come from or what, what you've done or what the little you've had. But you have to be you have to understand that plight. You really have to understand that plight. And and so I haven't ran into nobody like that. You know what I mean? I ran into people that that were trying to take advantage of my gift and make money for them. Not, and believe me, you're not going to run into many people that see your gift and just go, you know what? I want to, I want to help you make money for yourself. And I'm going to get some money off of it too, but I want to help you make money for yourself. You're not going to come across many people like that. You're just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's tough. It's, it's tough. You know, so when you're waiting on somebody to help you and do all that shit, that that's usually the problem. That's usually a problem. They'll come and they'll take advantage of you. So we we end up having my man call me on a, like, you know, we, we were supposed to meet and then the ice storm hit. So ice storm hit. So, I, I you know, it's like day four of the ice storm. And I'm trying to go out and go get some groceries before the ice storm hits again. The ice storm's going to hit again. So he like, yo, let's meet. Let's have a little little brunch. I wasn't in, you know, I was dressed like shit. I was running back and forth to the grocery store trying to get supplies. I just stopped everything on the dime and said, all right, screw it. I'm coming out. I'll come out and we can meet up real quick. We meet up. We're talking about investment. We're talking about equity and how much equity I'd be willing to give up and this and that. And I say, you know, man, what I really, really need what I really need is a grant writer. This is what I need. I need a grant writer. I own two nonprofits. I this and that. You know, there's I qualify for all these different grants. Being a minority, be helping kids, education, uh, all these different things. I just qualify for a lot, and I need somebody that understands how to talk, how to talk their language, but also how to talk my language, so they can they can get you know get across the plight I've been through, what I'm trying to provide, that type of thing. And, you know, it's going to take a lot of money because I need a grant writer on basically on a year round basis. Right. And so to to ensure that the grants are coming in on a year round basis. Right. 
So we're talking about things that I need that I really want. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to do it smarter this time. I'm not trying to do, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to do it the same way I did last time. So I'm trying to do it smarter. So I tell him that. Next thing I know, he stops the conversation and says, "You know what? I think I got somebody for us. What about talking to my mom? My mom is one of the, you know great grant writer. This is and that. She did. He started kind of telling me his." her background and I was like, man, you ain't gotta you ain't gotta convince me no more. Let's let's please holler at her. Let 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 me know what she says. So we we conclude the meeting. Uh next thing I know, he you know, I, I send him a text, kinda remind him like, hey, I was you know, whether whether we do the investment or not, I would still like to talk to your mom, hire your mom. Uh, for me that's that's you know, goal number one. Well he sets up a meeting with me and his mom. Me, him and his mom. I was all excited about the meeting. Boom, meeting got canceled. God dang it, right? Got moved to a little bit later. So I kind of postponed my energy for the excitement that, you know, uh, let's see what this happened. Finally, I was going to get a hold of a a, 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 a grant writer, a good one. Um, then that meeting got canceled. Got shipped to another day. Then I was like, oh, man, maybe this not going to happen. But I didn't want to push it, just left it alone. We finally connected. Okay, finally connect. We on a Zoom call, me, him, and his mother. Listen, beautiful black woman. I don't know how old this is his mom. I don't know, 70s? I don't know. Um, I don't know how old she could be, 80s? I don't know. Beautiful. What you talking about? Like a postcard. Like, well, I, I wish this lady was my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish this lady was my mama, my grandmother, my whatever. Like, I would be, oh my God, I couldn't believe talking to her. And she was so damn smart. And so damn cute and just so witted and so loving. And so and so we had this meeting. And so she basically she asked me, tell me your plan, your whole business plan, your whole give me a little bit of your life. And I told her everything. And by the time we was done with that meeting, man, she was she was all in with me that I want to roll with this. I can't wait to start working with you. Let's do this. Let's do that. I can help this. I can help that. And it blew me away, man. I was I was I was in tears. I was in tears just thinking about I could not believe the the meeting and the conversation, how it went, how well it went, the information she gave me. It just it just blew me away. I was just so excited. And I, I just again, I've never had a black family, a black man be so genuine, be so generous uh, in dealing with me. And then he opened me up to his family and to his mother. And, and partly it's because what I did for his son, right? We've all, we're doing for each other, all of us doing for each other. And it feels so genuine because she understands my plight. When I'm telling her about, well, I grew up like this and this happened to me, so I wanted to do this for other. She understood that. Went to Rice University. This is black. You know, this is this this is real stuff, man. I mean, she, you know, all these kids are wealthy. All these kids are doing, you know, they're all doing well and trying to find ways to help other people unbelievable like there's something that what i'm trying to do like is what she's already done you know with her kids uh with, with, with christopher who's helping me and you know as, as one of my investors and mentors like it's just unbelievable it's unbelievable to have people of your own um really want to invest emotionally in you financially in you whatever you know whatever you need into you and i've have never had that in oregon and I just want to, I'm just telling you, it feels fantastic. I don't know if it's a new era of life where we're going to start supporting each other and pushing each other's, you know, interests forward and building each other up. 
or this is just a one in a lifetime type of deal. I don't really know, but I feel blessed. I feel I feel really blessed because I meditate and I ask God for answers and I ask God for guidance and I ask God to, you know, just kind of show me the way and to have people like um, Christopher come into my life as a, as a mentor, as a business partner, as whatever the future may hold. Um, it's just amazing to feel that, to feel that togetherness, to feel that connectedness, that connective tissue between people and, 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 and you know, our ideas and, and, you know, just humanity. It just, it just really, really cool to be a part of. And, um, I'm just excited. So I, I just, you know, ask you to pray for me as we kind of transition into uh, a different phase. Like I, I think all the little dreams I had, she validated everything. Every yeah, yep. Yeah, but I can do all of that. Yes, you are right. We can do all of that. And I just I couldn't believe it. it was such a big idea in my head that I never thought that. You know, I, I was hoping that I was right, but she validated everything I thought was right, and that's all we gotta do is get to work. So I am just so excited. Um, and, and I was excited then. And I just can't believe that that it's coming. That that this vision I've had in my head is coming. You gotta have the vision to know what you're working toward, and this vision is coming to be able to turn uh, my life, my home, uh, my property, everything I do into giving back, into love, um, into how to build others, into pouring into other people, into building other people. And this this is another going to help me achieve another step. So. I just thank God. I thank God for the meeting. I thank God for for Christopher. I thank God for his mom. Um, the Sheffields are a fantastic family. They they they, they are fantastic. I hate to put a bunch of mess on them, but Christopher Sheffield, big shout out to you, my guy. Big shout out to you, my guy. You are unbelievable, and they just don't make them like that. And if they do, I ain't met a lot of them because I'm one of the realest cast there is. And people shrink around me because they're not real. The fakes shrink around me, right? This cat is real as they come. He is really, he ain't no shrinking. He almost, he almost, you know, uh, gets bigger around me because, you know, I'm like, man, fuck. I finally, like, you can match wits with somebody, somebody that's smarter than me, somebody that's got more than me, somebody that, and I'm not mad at him. Like, you know, I love having somebody like that. I don't want to be the one at the top. I don't want to be the one that everybody looking at like a pork chop. How, who going to feed me? You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to look up to somebody like, oh, that's a better way to, that's a better mousetrap. That's a better way to get it. That's a better, that's right. Like you, somebody that can expand your vision, expand your horizons. Like that's what it's all about. So I'm excited. And, and that's really my testimony. I just, I just pray to God to bless him, uh, for even caring about another brother. And I would, and I would hope other brothers out there start taking interest in, in brothers out here who are trying to make it, trying to make the best of themselves. And you're in a position to pull them up. I would tell you to pull them up. I, I would tell you to pull them up. I would tell you to do what you can to help others, to to be the rope, hold the rope for somebody else. That that that's what my man. I I, I took it to about far as I can without needing anybody else's help. So who's gonna provide that help? If you can get that help from somebody that understands you, that loves you, that right, like they still it's still business. They ain't no ain't no giveaway, right? Ain't no giveaway. But they don't mind guiding you. They don't, they want to build you. They don't want to. They don't want to save you. They want to build you. They want to see you be a great family man. They want to see you with a great business. They want to be. A, they want to be a part of. They want to. They want to feel good off of helping you do that. 
There's some people just want to feel good. They want money too. They want they want the return on their investment. But it also makes them feel good. You can't you can't, don't can't even imagine how much be able to say I'm a part of that. Could be able to say yeah I helped that. Yeah that was me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying whatever the case is. You got it. So uh, I'm just very very thankful of 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 God. I'm in awe of God. How I meditate. I talk to him. I asked, you know, I, he sends me visions. Then he sends me answers to the problems. He sends me people. He can't talk to me. He sends me people, sends me thoughts. And I believe him when he send it to me. I believe him. I don't think about where they come from. I, I harness them. I believe them. I try to make them into something. I try to take that vision and turn it into something physical into that thought, into an actual group, into an actual business, into an actual way to help somebody that thought into that. That's what it's all about. Real Talk Tuesday, man. McCo Chase. Now, listen, I'm dropping something a little bit later. Like I said, I got two episodes dropping today. We got a bonus episode coming at you. So be ready for that uh, coming soon. Uh, so when I, when, I, when I drop this one today, I will drop that one later after that one. Okay. Uh, and so, but today is really so much about this testimony and about me just being very, very thankful of of people that are pouring into me you know and to god answering my prayers you know like like you know ain't ain't nothing sold up yet ain't nothing you know ain't nothing in the ain't nothing in the bank yet or nothing like that but i know when you know when 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 i'm when i'm when i'm being blessed and most of the time I get test. God, God throw me a test, and, and the next thing I know, I get blessed. That's really the way it goes. And I've been, you know, I've been tested, and I've been stepping up, and I, I refuse to step. I refuse to stand down. I stand on the business that God gave me. Like you know, I'm always on this, telling you, providing a light, and and this platform for me to me allows me to be a light. And only if you're willing to live your life as a light will God allow you to shine. Okay, just remember that. Just remember that. Okay, gotta remember that. I'll give you that real talk. In order for you to shine on a consistent basis, everlasting light, everlasting light, you gotta use your life as a light. The light reveals everything, everything in the darkness. No, no more darkness. Live your life as a light if you want the light to shine. Like always, we always talk a little recruiting, man. A little recruiting. I, I hope, I, I hope we are being consistent in our recruiting duties. It's really about. I got one concept on recruiting today. One concept on recruiting today. Stop trying to figure out how to get recruited and start worrying about how to build yourself. Too many people stop in the middle of the road instead of trying to finish, instead of trying to build, instead of trying to love the sport and play the game. They get in the seventh, eighth grade and people are wondering how to get recruited. You you ain't gained enough muscle to get recruited. They, right now, they're not going to even start with this transfer portal and all that stuff. They're not even recruiting kids to junior, senior year, really. The kids you see getting recruited at top 50, top 100, if you're not one of those kids, you just got to keep on building yourself. 
so you can have the best chances possible to continue playing at whatever level that is. Stop. So many kids stop working to start worrying about, am I getting recruited now? Can I get recruited now? That's the wrong way to do it. You got to make sure. You you, got to make sure you are the goods. You got to continue building yourself. So when when they finally do see you, when it's time for them to see you and be recruited, you're in a position to be recruited. Just so they see some talented kid, some scrawny ass kid that they never hit the weight room, can catch a ball with one hand, don't in the eighth grade, don't mean they give you a scholarship. Cause you can spin the ball after a touchdown, you got your glass, you got your sunglasses on in seven on seven, how how well you did. Nobody cares who you play for as a freshman. Nobody cares who you play for a sophomore year. You ain't even on the radar until junior senior year. And, and and they love telling you you are because you gotta you gotta go to camp. You go to camp from seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. It's big money. But in reality, you need to focus on building yourself. And let me tell you something. If you can't focus on building yourself and that's all you focus on is I gotta get a scholarship, then you probably don't deserve a scholarship. Because mentally, you are not mature enough to understand that you need to build yourself. They will be attracted to you. The skinny muscles, the, 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 the no muscles, the, the flabby gut, the all this, but I'm showing up to camp anyway without being developed, without honing my skills. If I don't hone, I cannot own. Spend time honing that gift. If you think it's a gift, if you think it's something, if you think your skill is something, honestly, if you think your skill is something that you, that somebody would pay you to come to college for, then it is a gift. If you think you have a skill that somebody, that that skill is to pay the bills. Somebody's going to pay your college because you are so gifted. If you think you are doing that, that is your gift. That is a blessing. If you think that, you have to work your butt off to make sure that you fulfill that destiny. If you are not willing to work hard enough, if you are not willing to work hard enough, if you're not obsessed with that thing, if I'm a parent, I don't even invest in you. If you're not a basketball player driving me crazy, dribbling the ball all day long in the house, if you're not working out by yourself, if you're not going to lift, if you're not a lacrosse player out on the wall constantly or asking me, so can you throw me a, a, you know, get me a this, I need a new racket, I need a new ball, you know, all breaking shit because you're tearing up stuff, football, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not obsessed and going that, you're not really that material. This because you like something don't mean you get to go, That, that that's not the way it goes. You, you really got to understand that. This, this 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 scholarship game is for the obsessed. It's for the obsessed, not for the person that just want to commit and 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 for content. You want to commit to make a cool ass post. That you probably not gonna get. Uh, that's probably why you're not getting an offer. Because you don't want it because you want it. You don't want it because you fucking been working your tail off. And this is your not. He got one. I deserve one. Don't nobody deserve nothing. This is my big talk about recruiting today. 
Nobody, it, nobody deserves anything. You got to earn it, Holmes. You got to earn it every day. The accumulation of you working to earn it and your talent and your size will dictate whether you get opportunity to play the next level. But it won't happen without the work. That that's the that's the, that's the, that's the, the 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 bottom denominator, right? That's the most common denominator right there. You gotta be obsessed. You gotta love. You gotta go. You gotta live in it every day. I'm obsessed with this thing. I'm on this thing every day. I'm trying to figure it out. I am not perfect. I try to figure it out every damn day, though. I contribute every day. Try to get a little bit better every day. Be us. Be obsessed. If you really love it, you want this to be something that's gonna somebody's gonna pay for some nil deal. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna let you come stay on their campus and their dorm room and feed you for freaking four years, five years, and give you all that. And Utah's giving cars away and trucks away. They gonna do all that, and you ain't even obsessed. Are you out of your mind? If your kid is not obsessed, you let them know you are not paying a dime. Bro, if you're not at the gym by yourself, if you're not trying to do that, if you're not asking me for my help, if you're not willing to do, if they're not willing to do anything by themselves, you should not be willing to go pay and take them out of town and take them across country. They can get their ass kicked or right in the state you're in without going anywhere. Real talk. If you're a kid then try to cut some of the BS out and get obsessed about your passion. Get obsessed about honing so you can own it. Hone that skill so you can own that skill. Once you own it, then everybody want to buy it. Everybody want to scholarship you then. Once you own it, everybody want to scholarship you then. Okay? Understand how the game goes. Understand how the game goes. This is real talk on Tuesday, man, with Coach Hayes. I'm giving it to you. That real, real, real stuff. No fluff, only that real stuff, right? No fluff, only that real stuff. That's what it is today, okay? If you're not obsessed, they don't want you. They want to know you're going to go there and after practice, they're going to see you in the weight room, even when it ain't weight room time. They want to see you're going to be on the field, even when running ain't going. You on the field, you doing stuff, and you coming into the film room, looking at film. This kid's obsessed. That's what they that's what they want. They don't want a kid that's just good. There's a million kids that are just good, bro. That's not what they want. I promise you. Okay? So try to be obsessed. Try to live into your gift. Try to go get it. Okay? Try to go get it. This is this this is coming from the big trap trainer, man. I hope you like today's episode. Okay, I hope you like today's episode. If you like today's episode, please like, please comment, please share, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to our podcast on uh, Spotify. Okay, we need you. We need your support. We need to be able to build. We need to be able to build. We need to this trapping nation. Okay, we, we, need to, we need to build the trap nation all over the place. Okay, And like always, baby, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. I hope you join me tomorrow for uh, for Wednesday's episode of Wellness Wednesday. I hope you're joining me and, and getting your mind right and getting that midweek check-in. Okay, That midweek check-in so important to push you through the rest of your week. And like always, stop napping, start trapping. Let's go. Big Haze and I'm out. Peace.